Welcome to Victorious Living. So language, our language is a faith language. The Bible teaches us a faith language. And language is the dress of thought. We dress the thought up and spit it out our mouth. So language is the dress of thought. And every time one opens their mouth, their mind is on parade. So you don't have to tell somebody what you're thinking. You're going to tell them. I don't have to ask you what you're thinking. I just have to listen to what you're saying. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us, there is healing in your words. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website, at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares, there's healing in your words. So today I want to talk to you about the, uh, that there is healing in your words. There is healing in your words. And it's one thing to come to church and say the right words. It's another thing to leave the church and say the wrong words. And so what we do when we do that, if, if whomever may do that, then what they're doing, the Bible says they're sowing mingled seed. Sowing some faith, some doubt, some unbelief, and so forth which in effect reduces the ability of God to do the work that Jesus accomplished at Calvary. And so I want to read to you in Hebrews chapter two, verses one, before we get into the main scripture that I want to uh, emphasize today. Hebrews chapter two and verse one reads like this. Therefore, now you got to look up above that or right before that, to find out what the therefore means or what he's talking about. Therefore, we ought, we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, to the things which we have heard. See, to hear something and do nothing with it means I haven't heard it. And so we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard less than any time, we should let them slip. It's kind of interesting too, this word slip means not paying enough attention to. We let it slip by not paying the attention to, uh, to it as we should or as we could. And so therefore, we are not giving the more earnest heed to what we have heard. So it's important not only to hear what God says to us, but it's important to do what God said to do. And it's important to carry that in our, in our mind and, and in our conversations, in our words. And so, you know, I heard this little statement that said, the words that we speak today perhaps came from yesterday's thoughts. 
the, the words that we speak today perhaps comes from yesterday's thoughts. And then we, we, have, we have the word, or the, the word language, it's not in the reading here, language. What is language? Language is the dress of thought. We say what we think. So language is the dress of thought. And every time one opens their mouth, their mind is on parade. That's a true statement. Our mind is on. What's that simply saying? We're talking what's on our mind. And so if our mind is not connected to the word of God, then it has to be something of doubt and unbelief or skepticism or whatever involved in what we're saying. So language, our language is a faith language. The Bible teaches us a faith language. And language is the dress of thought. We dress the thought up and spit it out our mouth. So language is the dress of thought and every time one opens their mouth, their mind is on parade. So you don't have to tell somebody what you're thinking. You're going to tell them. I don't have to ask you what you're thinking. I just have to listen to what you're saying. And so we use words. Think about how many words do you speak in a day? I don't know. I've, I've heard different numbers on that. But I don't know how many words that we use a day, but it, it's quite plentiful. And so we can use our words to express our faith. We use our words to express our faith. We call it our confession of faith. So we use our words to express our faith. We use our words to express doubt, unbelief, and fear. We use words to do that. Amen. You remember what Jesus taught in Mark's gospel, how that we could have what we say? And I, I heard a fellow say one time, well, I don't believe in that. All the while they had what they said. People are funny. Sometimes not so smart. Sometimes just plumb dumb. <laughs> now don't jump out of the tub. Come on, stay in here with me. To express doubt, we use words to express doubt and unbelief and fear. We use words to do that. Jesus said over in Mark's gospel, you can have what you say. And then that we use words to express criticism. I'm gonna get on something better in a moment. To express criticism and fault that we see in other people. So in effect, we can use words to criticize and to find fault while never looking inward to ourselves. It's going to get better. I promise you, it's going to get better. And then uh, we use our words to express deceit. Do you understand what a deceitful person is where God is concerned in our walk with God? Deceit is means to speak against. You're deceiving yourself 
when you speak against what God says. So we use our words. Amen. So I want you to get your little counter and count every word that you speak tomorrow. I don't know if it will number up that high or not. Or Amen. So today we're going to go back into the book of uh, Proverbs, Proverbs uh, to begin with, Proverbs uh, chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power. Now it's interesting about this word power because we think of power. But actually I came across this in a commentary the other day. Actually this commentary said this word power actually means direction. Now think about it just for a moment. Everybody listening? Okay. That life and death are in the direction of the tongue. In other words, life and death are in what you're saying. Your tongue or your words gives direction to your life. And we take what we say from the word and we speak it out and we're given direction with our words or with our tongue, as it said. We're given direction to our life with our words. Death and life are in the direction that we give to our tongue. And so you can see then how, how fear, you know, you say, well, I don't have any fear. Well, there's, there's a right kind, you know, somebody said, well, if you don't have any fear, just walk right out across the street and the traffic coming. That's about as dumb as you can get. Because if you're Christian, you're going to go to heaven quicker than you thought. Now, it's, that's not a bad place to go, but maybe it's just not time for you to go. And so we can see then that words, death and life give direction through our words to our life. So he said life and death are in direction, are, are in the power. Death and life are in the direction of the tongue and they that love whatever they're talking about, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So words, he's talking about words, talking about your mouth, talking about your tongue, talking about what you say. And a lot of times we say what we think without thinking about what we're saying. Isn't that right? Yeah. And so that, that, that does happen. Now, I'm not saying that that, happens with you, but it's a very common thing to happen even among God's people or family. Very common to do that. Proverbs 18 uh, verse 21 in the life, what I call the life application. Those who love to talk. It didn't say too much. It says those who love to talk will experience the consequences for the tongue can kill or nourish life. Pretty strong. Amen. So according as a person uses his tongue, which is reflective of his words, he falls under the power or the direction of life, of death or life. Life and death. The direction that we give to it comes from the words of our mouth. 
And so you say, well, I, I don't believe that. Well, you, you probably got what you're saying, but yet you don't believe what you say, but you're getting what you say. Well, I don't believe that. Well, there's lots of so, so forth. So now, according as he uses his tongue with his words, he falls under the direction or the power of death or he or she attains to life. Now, the word of God, the word of God or the word makes it clear where life and death is found. I just read it to you. It makes very clear where life and death are found. It's found in your mouth. It's found with the words that you speak. And that's why that we're not to forget what God said. We're not to let the word of God slip. And uh, we, uh, I don't know if I said that or not, but let me say it, uh, that uh, uh, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard lest at any time we should let them slip, which is a word or a phrase meaning this, or not paying enough attention to what we've heard. So you have to give your attention. I do. We all do. We have to give our attention to the word if we want the word to work for us. We can't just come to church. Well, yeah, come to church. That doesn't mean you couldn't come, but you can come. But we want you to come. It's our hope that today's message, There's Healing in Your Words, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 25. Today's special offer is 25. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.